1: Adventurous. so that's alright we're back from that break of announcing that contest which is on episode 100 and back to the proving grounds proving grounds for the troll hunter Dierig Al oh, Yawoth is he better known throughout the Wombs by his infamous moniker the troll hunter when by chance you become involved with the legendary Monster Slayer and his rugged band of huntsmen, you soon find yourself in for more adventure than you have ever bargained for now. Mr. Troll Hunter has a link, Jig Althroth, the Troll Hunter. One of the more infamous characters prowling the world and alehouses of the North Balklands is a man by the name of Jig. Well, better known to most by his near legendary moniker, the Troll Hunter. Once the feared leader of the Black Jigard has long since given up any direct ties he had with that outfist. And, and with the map lighting is night whispers, in exchange for the life of a freelance monster hunter. Jig speciality and that of the men who find themselves at his employ, is a hunting down and slaying of trolls. He has invented a special weapon that helps him in this effort, and calls it the Troll Bond. Jig's status and the tales of his various exploits have become nearly legendary throughout the realms, though he's still viewed by many as a, as an untrustworthy, Untrustworthy outlaw sort. A common part of his legend is he he's never been bested in combat unless he fears no living man. Whether or not this is true, he's certainly among the most skilled warriors of the age. Alright, good. So I'm going to make sure I fight alongside him rather than against him. Then that should be okay. Select the troll hunter. Part one Welcome to Windlawn Your brief stop in the town of Windlawn was only meant to allow for a taste of the famous Red Hawks ale at Tilspun's Alehouse. All right, part the first now is a taste of ale it. The moment you step into Tillspun's Alehouse in Windlawn you find yourself but baranced with a cu- with a coarse insulting comments for a a band of five men seated at a table just outside the front doors. When you turn to Eliza, one of them picks up a crust of bread from the table and hurls it at you, striking you in the fly. Be a good lad and pick that up for me, would you? He grins patronizingly. When you return to return his jab with one that elicits laughter from the other alehouse patrons, the man limps to his feet. Clearly angered by the cutting retort, maybe you ought to take care who you spit those words at. He says, gruffly as he starts fussingly towards you. Now, I could use unarmed combat, telekinesis, illusion, archery. No, no, no. no. I don't. I don't. It's not yet at killing level. Diplomacy. Weaponry, various weaponry subskills, all just hold your ground and prepare to defend yourself. I'll use illusion. The sudden appearance of seven large stone-backed spiders on the man's, man's torso caused him to shriek in alarm as he desperately attempts to brush away the venomous arachnids. That was 32 experience to illusion. When he has caused a sufficient scene, you dispel your carefully crafted illusion, and the man shamefully returns to his table and sits back among, amongst his cheering cohorts. Right, and nobody got their ass whooped. That nobody being everyone in the room other than me. Without paying him any other mind, you set about getting yourself a taste of the famous Red Fox Ale. Came out of your way seeking. The Wed Fox Ale is well deserving of its stalwart reputation. The thick, creamy, creamy ale is both filling and refreshing. And after swiftly downing your fir- your first frothing wagon, you promptly order a second. Now, what is it called, Wed Fox Ale? Mm. I mean, it just could just be that was the first thing they saw when they named the owl, because honestly owls have weird names or do they, do they kind of do they dunk a fox in, in, in the keg to give it that little kick yeah or is it made by a fox in disguise Who knows? Probably, probably the first. The tavern-keep, an unshaven man with thin lips and pasty complexion, eyes you curiously as he serves up a second draught of the house speciality. Don't mind my stare, he says somewhat so cautiously. Not every day we get a fellow of your standing coming in here. Seeking adventure up by this way, are you? Well, I sure as hell won't turn it down if it comes knocking. You engage with harmless small talk with the tavern geek, preferring to keep any information of importance out of the conversation. After several minutes, he makes mention of the unpleasant incident that occurred when he first entered this establishment. So, sorry you had to run into a crew like that, he says apologetically. We get we get their types out this way in the wild country. Most of us passing through down in the luck, high and pride and spoiling for a fight. As though you've no trouble handling yourself And I would expect no less in any event, don't let it reflect on our fine tavern And our finer ale Here, another trout On the house, you know Just taking your first sip of the flag of a veil When the tavern keep says something that commands your attention He tells you Jig Algroth, A man known throughout the work part of these parts The troll hunter has passed through the town a couple of days ago with a sizable band of his fellow huntsmen. They've been hired to deal with a bit of goblin trouble in these parts, he says, plainly showing his disdain for the infamous woodsman by making an unflattering face. you ras me, I'll tell you straight away that he and his folk are nothing but trouble themselves. It seems a pity we have to on a band of uncivilized mercenaries to do the work our king and his stains ought to be doing. By the old father, I attest it's a mess Surprise's comments to the contrary, you are, you have a keen desire to to take this opportunity to meet the almost legendary figure, known throughout the North Broadlands as the Troll Hunter. The tavern keeps pe- the tavern keeps sees someone's taken aback when you ask him if he knows the whereabouts of his bank, but he quickly covers his surprise and wryly shakes his. He says, "Why should that surprise me?" He smirks. I suppose someone like your, someone like that does hold interest to an adventurous fellow like yourself. Last word he, he he's, he's given me. That's word he given me. What the last word? Last word given me was that you know are camped out in the ruins of an old church, the western edge of town. Unless they've already laid steel to the goblins thereafter, I wager they're still up that way. You thank the tavern keep. Finish your ale and set out at once for the western edge of the windmill. The old church is just over two miles west of the town centre, and as you approach the crumbling, moss-covered shell of the once glorious stone structure, you can plainly see a thick column of grey smoke rising out of the midst of the ruins. I wonder what happened to that church. I mean, maybe it was destroyed in some sort of battle, but it could have just been political business. You know the you know the local lord that the church is assigned to is a, not that nice. So so the the pastor, the pastor of the church, goes, "Oh, fine, fine. Then we will build a new church." With no flapjack and no hookers because this is a church and churches don't do that sort of thing. We shall build a new church with a tombola and uh with a tombola and scones. Yeah. Actually, forget the tombola and the scones. We'll Those will come later. Yeah. Alright. So it could have been that. I mean, that's what happened with Salisbury Cathedral. Just turned out they had that you had a big castle, built in a very good place to build a castle, and the cathedral was nearby, but then they realised, dude, it's all cold and windy up here. And so the, the abbot decided, hmm, ew, wait a minute, I own a lot of land by that river. Hmm, if I build a cathedral there, I can make it as big as I want, and then when everyone, and when they build the town next to the cathedral, I can charge rent to everybody! What? Ha? Ha? Wait, wait, I'm not supposed to do that, I'm a man of the cloth. Yes, I I shall make lots of money to use for the Lord's good work but also for making me a really nice hat, and ale, and gold, and the strippers. Uh, don't tell anyone about the strippers, though. Yes, yeah, yes, I shall have lots of money and power. Power for God, but mostly for myself, but for God. Yes, yes, that's what happened. Yes, yeah. no, it could have been something, but, but yes. Yeah. As you draw closer to the ruined church you hear the sound of a loop being strummed, and several voices harmonising harmonizing the later half of an ancient traveller's wife's dum 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 Dirty Limericks. The sudden sound of mm. movement to your right quali- freezes you in your tracks. Your head snaps in the direction of the sound and you find yourself staring at a bearded man whose heavy crossbow is levelled at your chest. What brings you up this way, stranger? And that is 16 XP. Okay, and that scenario is done. All right, part... This next scenario is goblin work. I think there will be goblins. And we will probably slay them, because that's what you usually do when you meet a goblin. The man with the cro- with, the, with those crossbows effortless rest quickly lowers his weapon and apologises upon recognising him. You'll forgive me, I hope, he says, blowing courtesy. Your reputation precedes procedures, are, Zig will be happy to know, such an illustrious visitor to our camp. you are led into the wounds of the old church in the midst of which is situated a well-organised encampment. A tall man, his broad shoulders and thick sinewy arms, betraying an immense physical strength, rises from his seat next to the roaring fire and steps forward to meet your approach, his hand extended as he prepares to initiate a shoulder cross. It's your first glimpse of the man known as the Troll Hunter. Please continue. Honoured to meet you Zoop, he says, before you even had a chance to introduce yourself. I've heard heard of heard of your doings on and off for quite some time. Must say it's quite a bit of impressive work. Go around. Return turn his friendly greeting. And he offers you a seat next to him on the fire. Hands you a wooden bowl streaming full of steaming stew. I've hardly believed that someone had put iron to justice gone. But I heard someone have put iron to Jessica, I could hardly believe it. But when I heard your name come up, I had no more doubts. You have to tell me about that whole story sometime. Oh, and if you haven't heard of it, you can listen to it. It's the, the Giant Saga. Just scroll down a bit, you'll find it. As you eat the surprisingly tasty stew, Jig tells you that he and his men have been in the area for over two weeks. Dealing with a particularly stubborn and vicious group of cave goblins. He says the goblin problem is worse than he could have imagined. And he's had four men desert his ranks in the last two days. These are a tougher breed than most, he says. Car- carving on a stick with a, with a broad-bladed knife. To be honest, soup, you could use someone like you. The fight's been more than I expected. And I'm not sure I've got enough men to last it out. Sometimes I wish it was dust trolls. Surely I surely do. You ask Jig about about the goblins, and he tells you he's learned they are led by a savage trio of brothers, who look after their aging father, who was once a mighty goblin huntsman. I've heard tell of them for some time. He says, tossing the stick that has been he been whistling into the fire. There's no name for them, and I know. But I'd like a chance to scroll off with all the three of them. Haven't seen hide or hair of them since we have ter- come up this way though. We've named a good number but we've named a good number a good number of their clan we found out and about in the woods, usually after dark. Joke tells you that just now, an hour hour ago a pair of his men returned from a scouting mission, reported they had found a cave to the north that was surrounded by goblin sign. There's no doubt that, that that's where they're hiding out, he says, looking up from the fire and setting his gaze upon you. Sending four of my men to look into it into it a little more before we start. I'm all too, I'm all too familiar with the trixed goblins' play. They love nothing more than to lead their prey into an ambush. So, what do you think, Zoop? If you're up for it, I'll be honoured to send you along with them. To be honest, I'd appreciate your assessment of it all. JigTuck tells you that he'll cut you in on the payment they're receiving for their services here. He offers to give you half his own share. 500 gold. There's likely to be more of that, more than that to go around. I've got a knack for negotiating a higher tally before this is all said and done. So, I could use diplomacy to offer for a bigger share, but I don't particularly need that, so I'll just accept 500 gold. And don't worry, Zoop, says Jurig after you accept the offer. There'll be more. You can be sure of that. Durek smiles and meets you in a shoulder cross. The four men set off on the cave with you to Tibstock. With, with, on the cave with you are Tibstock, Jod and Pukrum and Jard. Each of these men have been with Jed for nearly five years, and they all experienced woodsmen warriors, woodsmen and warriors. It was Pithrin who discovered the cave, and is eager who returned and further investigated. Anything crossing paths with the five of you had better do so on friendly terms, laughs Dürig, as you make ready to depart the camp. Before you leave, Dürig gathers the five of you into a circle. This is a brief prayer for the recessions to your mission and for a swift and safe return. No heroes, he calls after you as the five of you make your way out of the ruins of the church and into the forest. Find out if they're holed up in that cave and get back here. Oh dear, no heroes. I don't think I can do that. I just... That, not being here, that, that's just... That's like asking a flamingo not to be pink. Or asking an elephant not to be huge. Or asking a dog to not chase things or asking a cat not to feel smokily superior yes or asking a duck not to float or asking a penguin to not be cute <laughs> or or asking a pigeon not to poop on stuff <laughs> yes there's just, there's just some things are, are in your nature and heroism is in my nature Led by Pritham, you, d- you trek north through the woods for over a mile before your destination finally comes into view. From the top of a steep hillock, you gaze down upon a boulder-strewn se- section, of- section of the forest, in the midst of which, set into the base of a steep en- encampment, is a wide, dark mouth of a cave. Careful now, says Pritham, stroking his sc- scarred chin peers down at the cave mouth. Let's go, but be watchful. Jod, jarg, take the flank. Tipsock, watch your back. Super, if you don't mind. The two of us can draw up in front, spread out, and go slow. In the exact formation Prifium is specified, the five of you descend from your vantage point and begin a steady but cautious approach of the cave. You're less than 30 yards from the cave yard when Prifium suddenly stops And holds up his hand as if to signal silence. Something tells me. The sharp, unmistakable sound of at least a dozen ball strings suddenly rings out. Sending your your mind and pulse racing. You are under attack. So, I can use fortification, woodmanship, or I can attempt to take cover. I'm going to use fortification. He succeeded, for 64 experienced a fortification. The crackle of war energy fills the air as, as a shimmering arc of blue spines e- appears over you. Three speeding wooden shafts glance off your hastily erected magical barrier, and you turn to make certain your companions have also been shielded. For a shock you are horrified by the sight that greets your eyes. All four of your companions are dead. The victims of the crude goblin shafts that now whittle their bloody lifeless bodies. The wane of hours has ceased, and you suddenly find yourself confronted by a new danger. Four starling cave goblins emerge from the thick of the forest and step into your path. The band of gruesome humanoids, each... Each wielding a serrated sword advances fearlessly upon you. All indications are this is a formidable band of battle hardened warriors. So, there's a few things I could do. I could use archery, gating, illusion, telekinesis, or elementalism, or I could just attack them. I'll use elementalism. It succeeded. 32 XP A pair of powerful air elementals surge into view, stirring up a whirlwind of leaves and debris from the forest floor that quickly envelops the goblins. Blinded by this unnatural storm, the goblins stagger about helplessly, desperately trying to to escape from his clutches. Not wasting any time, you leap forward and strike two of the horrid creatures with savage well-placed burlows that kills both of them instantly. Two remaining goblins emerge from the whirlwind and attack. You fight for your life against a pair of savage cave goblins. But mostly I'm fighting for their lives. As in I'm fighting to, to take them. I'm fighting to kill them. Yes, that's what I'm doing. It's two cave goblin wires. I fight them. The cave goblin wires attack you viciously. But are now slain. 12 XP. The bloody, twisted remains of the goblins litter the forest floor at your feet before you even had a chance to rest. Three more of the vicious humanoid stalk out of the forest, each wielding a stout wooden spear. The goblins rush forward and you quickly find yourself struggling to fend off their spirited attack. It's three cave goblin hunters. The cave goblin hunters attack you viciously. They lay a brutal stroke for three damage, but are now slain. 37 XP. The goblins are dead. You step back from the pile of corpses and remain watchful for nearly a minute, half expecting to face a steady stream of the vicious creatures pouring out of the woods. When it becomes apparent that no further attack is inminent, you turn and with great sadness look sullenly upon the remains of your four slain companions. Tibstock, Jod, Prithrim, and Dark are dead. You bow your head and silently pray over them, hoping they will now rest in peace. You move their bodies away from the goblin corpses and conceal them as best you can, before preparing to make the trek back to the camp to inform Durek of what has occurred here. You've taken less than ten steps when a sound reaches your ears that instantly demands a new course of action. A long, terrified shriek sails sails out of the dark cave, eerily resonating through the dark forest. A second stream, clearly human, echoes from the cave but ends abruptly, replaced by a steery replaced by a sinister and telling silence. Your blood runs cold as the source of the horrific sounds you've just heard daunts on you. The goblins have taken human captives into their lair. The realisation you may be the only hope any of the captives have of every li- ever leaving the cave. alive sinks in. Any delay on your part will, li- will likely cost any humans in the clutches of the goblins their lives. This unsettling thought foremost on your mind. You turn and take several cautious steps towards the foreboding goblin goblin lair. That finishes this scenario for 32 XP to general. And now I'm fully healed and can take on the next scenario, Goblin Work into the Dark. With every sense alert for the first sign of danger, you cautiously approach the wide, dark mouth of the cave. A small thicket of a dozen yards from the cave provides ample cover, and from the relative security of this vantage point, you closely monitor the entrance to the goblin lair. Having witnessed no sign of any movement in or about the cave for several minutes, you steal out of the thicket and slip into the shadowy cave. Okay, I'm in a cave now. You stand just inside the mouth of the cave, The fresh air drifting in from the forest outside is in stark contrast to the stale, heavy air of this fetid goblin lair. Okay, I'm in the south-west corner. You proceed with caution through this shadowy goblin lair. A pair of tattered, blood-stained boots lie discarded on the floor of the cave here. You carefully examine them, but decide to leave them where they lie. Okay, there's an alcove to the east. Uh, a, la- a bulky goblin warrior wielding a broken sword with a suated blade steps into view out of the shadows at the end of the passage. He snarls viciously and charges at you with surprising speed, forcing you to hold your ground and defend against this savage attack. It's a large goblin warrior, and I fight it cave goblin claws at you viciously and is slain 69 XP. you step over the bloodied corpse of the large goblin only to find yourself confronted by two more of his kin as they slink out of the shadows at the end of the passage the spear wielding duo rushes forward and attacks it's two cave goblins they claw at you viciously and they're laid a brutal stroke, but nevertheless, they are slain. 2 XP. You make a quick search, of the three goblin corpses, and discover a key in the pocket of the large goblin's grimy blood-stained tunic. You pocket the item. Ooh, they have pockets. They're pretty civilised, then. Ah, because pockets are what separate us from all the animals except marsupials lying against against the wall at the end of the passage you find a cloth sack containing a large amount of gold although i don't think marsupials keep keep their wallets in their pouches because they don't have wallets ooh it's 190 gold and i've got the key that must unlock something okay that key will probably come in handy all right a blood-soaked cape is crumpled on the floor of the cave here you make a quick examination of the article but it's time to leave it where it lies all right movement from the shadows ahead freezes you in your tracks You instinctively assume a defensive stance as a pair of cave goblins stalk into view. It's two cave goblin hunters. The cave goblin hunters attack you viciously, but are slain for 9 XP. And some terrible loot. And 7 gold. Alright, let's see. Making my... Ooh! Two large spear-wielding goblins suddenly loom into view out of the shadows ahead. The pair of gobl- goblins goblins seem to be dutifully guarding the passage. They don't seem to have spotted you yet, so I have a few options. I can use telekinesis, illusion, archery, feathery. I could... And then I can retreat away from them to the west or the south. I'll use telekinesis. 64 XP speed to that. Utilising your power of telekinesis, you levitate a fist-sized stone off the floor of the cave and prop- propel the hovering object with tremendous force, with a tremendous fo- amount of force at the foremost goblin. The hurtling rock strides strides the goblin square in the head. head, killing him instantly. Without a sound, the savage creature slinks to the floor, his crude spear clattering out of his hands. His cohort Cohort snarls upon catching sight of you, and fearlessly rushes forward, his spear poised to one you through. Okay. The vicious cave goblin snarls, exposing a mouthful of sharp decaying teeth as he savagely stabs at you with his crude wooden spear. Begin combat against a spear-wielding cave goblin. The vicious goblin flushes his spear at you and is slain. 19 XP, 19 gold. You quickly search the remains of your foes and discover a small amount of gold in a patched cloth bag. All right. All right, now I'm going north along the passage. I'll go to the west. Three humans, two, two men and a woman, their hands and feet manacled, are changed to a large stone block in the centre of this small alcove. The captives bear obvious signs of cruel misuse. They look up at you, and for a brief instance, you can see a flicker of, of hope crass across, hope pass across their broken gazes. Help us, they plead desperately. You must help us. Uh, Okay, I'm going to help you, but don't don't, don't command me. I'm, I'm helping you, but because I do it anyway, not because you asked me to. All right, hope the captives escape. You quickly set about attempting attempting to free the humans from the chains and manacles that bind them to the stone block, holding them in the shadowy lair of their savage captures. So, I can use that item, probably I'll use that key I just found, or I can show off by using telekinesis, destruction, or feathery. I'll use the power of telekinesis, 64 XP to telekinesis. You summon your power of mind over a matter and focus your telekinetic energies on the lock net mechanism that binds the heavy chain to the captive's mandic- mandicles. After several set moments, a series of satisfying clicks signals your success. The manacles fitted to the hands and feet of the human snap open and drop to the floor. 64 expeter generals, overjoyed but still very weak. The three freed humans stagger to their feet, repeatedly thanking you as tears of joy swell up in their eyes. Realising that that, that they remain in danger every moment they linger here, you promptly lead them out of the alcove and along the dark, twisting passages of the goblin there, all the way back to the mouth of the cave. The three counties don't thank you again, And you instruct them to get as far away from this part of the fight as possible. As they depart, you turn and step back into the shadowy cave. Okay, so, I'm back at the entrance to the cave. Okay, there's nothing more in that alcove. Going north again. It's another alcove. Two humans. Two men, their hands and feet mandicled, are chained to a large stone block in the centre of this small alcove. The captives bear obvious signs of cruel misuse. They look up at you, and for a brief instant, you can see a a flicker of hope pass across their broken glazed gazes. Help us, they plead desperately. You must help us! Okay, I will. So, you quickly set about attempting to free the humans... From the chains and mandicles that, that bind them to the stone block. Holding them in the shadowy le- air of their savage capture. So I can use... Now I've, I've used telekinesis. So now... I can, I can try destruction or fevery. I'll use destruction. Succeeded. 128 experience to destruction. You focus your power of destruction on the chains and mandicles. Bind the human cactus to the heavy stone block at the center of the alcove. Beads of sweat appear on your brow as you strain to focus the surging tide of neural energy on the heavy iron pieces. certainly and much to your relief. The chains and radicalcles no longer able to withstand your powerful magical assault, crumble and floor and f- crumble and floor and fall to the floor in pieces. 64, Peter general. Overjoyed, but still very weak, the two free humans stagger to their feet, repeatedly thanking you as t- tears of joy well up in their eyes, realising they remain in danger for every moment they linger here. You promptly lead them out of the alcove and along the dark, twisting passages of the goblin there, all the way back to the mouth of the cave. The free captives thank you again, and you instruct them to get as far away from this part of the forest as possible They depart and you turn and step back into the shadowy cave alright I'm back at the entrance to the cave Ooh, two, uh, movement from the shadows ahead freezes you in your tracks you instinctively assume a defensive stance as a pair of cave goblins stalk into view ok I'm fighting them they claw at me viciously but are slain Okay, terrible loot, seven seven XP. You step over the remains of your gob your gob goblins, and your remains of your enemies, and cure and cure. Cautiously resume your exploration of the cave. All right, making my way to the northwest corner. Ooh, two cave goblin hunters. Bash, 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 bash. They are slain. Nine XP. 9xp for slaying all these goblins. We're in the northwest corner. Ooh, there's a check. A bonus 137. 69 for woodmanship. 68 from fee3 I'm guessing it's some sort of trap. 106 is the number. 32 XP for fevery. 32 XP from Woodmanship. Certainly out of the corner for your eye. Catch sight of several figures crouching in the shadows ahead—an ambush. Without warning, a spear hurtles out of the gloom, squeaking towards you. You twist to your left, narrowly avoiding the deadly missile. A chorus of cruel, inhuman shrieking suddenly fills the passage, as the five, as five armored Gulpin warriors stride into view. You valiantly battle. Five cave goblin warriors. The cave goblin warriors attack you viciously. They attack some more and a bit more. But are now slain five XP. A quick search of the slain goblins reveals nothing of any interest or value. You step past past the Kusampala carnage and prepare to continue on your way. All right, going along the north edge. Oop! Now it's four cave goblin warriors. There, brutal stroke, and a steel snake. Okay, so I'll alcove to the east. Two humans, two men, their hands and feet manacled, are chained to a large stone block in the center of a small alcove. The captives bear obvious signs of cruel misuse. They look up at you, and for a brief instant, you see a flicker of hope pass across their broken faces. Broken gazes, that is. Help us, they plead blessedly You must help us! Okay, I'll help them escape. So, I've used destruction. I've used telekinesis. But I haven't used fevery yet to get them out, so i use that. Successfully used your thievery skill. 32 XP to thievery. It takes only a few moments for you to make expert use of your lockpicks and effect the opening and removal of the manacles that bind the captives. As each of the bindings clicks open, you cast the heavy metal pieces to the ground. Heavy metal pieces to the ground. 64 XP to general. Overjoyed, but still very weak, the two freed humans stagger to their feet, repeatedly thanking you as tears of joy well up in their eyes. Realising that they remain in danger for every moment they linger here, he promptly lead them out of the alcove and along the dark, twisting passages of the goblin there, all the way back to the mouth of the cave. Free captains thank you again, and you instruct them to get as far away from this part of the forest as possible. As they depart, you turn and step back into the shadowy cave. Alright, continuing. do 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 back to the entrance of the cave. Two cave goblin hunters, that they say they're prey, but they're actually really dumb. And now they're slain. Do-ba-do-do. 9 XP, 15 gold. Alright, I step over them, and... A bit more exploration. 2 cave goblins. Slashy-slashy-bashy-bash. 6 XP, 25 gold. You step over the remains of your enemies, and cautiously resume your exploration of the cave. 2 Cave Goblin Warriors. Bash, bash, bash. They are slain. 8 XP. 7 gold. Okay, let's see. 2 Cave Goblin Hunters. Bash, bash, bash. Slain. 9 XP. 3 Cave Goblin Warriors. Hey, stop sending these goblins at me. Do you have a death wish? 9 XP for those. Okay, what's next? Two cave goblin warriors exploring the northeastern corner of the cave. Oh, there's a little passage that juts out to the east. Two humans, a man and a woman, their hands and feet mandicled, are chained to a large stone block in the center of this small alcove. The captives bear obvious signs of cruel misuse. They look up at you, and for a brief instant, you see a flicker of hope pass across their broken glazes. Help us! They plead desperately. You must help us. Attempt to help the captors escape. Okay. Okay. What happens if I click? Please continue. No, I just just go. I just go back attempt to help the captives escape now how about how about I actually use that key I found yeah time for some big brain energy use it 32 exp general With a series of satisfying clicks the key you took off the corpse of the large cave goblin unlocks the manticles fitted to the captives hands and feet Yeah, so, yeah, okay, that's, it's guaranteed, but it's got the, got a pretty low experience reward, so, 64 XP in general, overjoyed, but still very weak, the two freed humans staggered to their feet, repeatedly thanking you as tears of joy well up in their eyes, realising that they remain in danger for every moment they linger here. You promptly lead them out of the alcove and along the dark, twisting passages of the goblin lair, all the way back to the mouth of the cave. The three captives thank you again, and you instruct them to get as far away from this part of the forest as possible. As they depart, you turn and step back into the shadowy cave. Alright, back at the entrance to the cave again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, it's a proper thing to do. With all these goblins around, I can't just... Like these four ones I've just killed now, for 9 XP and 20 gold. Can't just can't just expect them to make their way out of the cave on their own. In combat, two cave goblins. I mean, I mean if this was an MMO, you'd just... just there's pretty much two options. It could either, it, you could either just click on them. There'd be about fifteen of them scattered about the cave, but the mission would say three ten captives. And as soon as you free ten captives, you won't be able to do anything for the five that are left behind. They were like, help us, help us. We can't, I can't help you. The, the, I can't help you. There's no button I can click to free you. I just hope that someone else comes past. Oh, then you go about. and say, wait, wait a minute. I just freed you. I, I got captured again. Oh, yeah. Well, look, I freed ten captives, so I can't free you either. Also, you, even if I did free, you just get captured again. Yes, I would. It's my... Yes, I am cursed to forever get captured. And then briefly freed. And then captured. And then briefly freed. Forever and ever and ever. Because I am an NPC in an MMORPG. Or you could free them. And you'd dare have an escort mission. You know, as they randomly run off. Run off into every pile of goblins. Goblins, and won't you know, just stay back. I'll clear the passage and go forwards. No. But here, here, you you free them. And you walk them out on their own. And since you're a rough, tough hero, the goblins stay away. Four cave goblin hunters in this battle. Yep, and they are slain. Nine XP. Ooh. and one piece of the loot is worth taking. It's a scale breastplate, which has four standard points. Obviously it's worse than what I have, but it sells for a bit. Alright, and let's see. Another Alcove to the West. This small alcove bears evidence of recent struggle. Blood blood is spattered on the floors and walls. The broken half of the spear is discarded in one corner. You're about to turn and leave when you spot a curious object shimmering against the far wall. A closer examination reveals it to be a glowing silver wing. You pick up the wing and slip it into your pocket. I mean, it's there... I think I think this is this is clarified under the legal principle of finders keepers, losers weepers. Nah, 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 nah. Yes, and it'll hold up in any court. So, identify glowing skilver wing. It's finger armor, unsurprisingly. Glows brightly and when this scenario is over I'll identify it. When you're satisfied you haven't overlooked anything here, once again set off on your way. Okay. Your progress along the passage comes to a halt with the sudden appearance of a party of eight goblins moving your directions. The goblins shriek wildly upon catching sight of you and draw their weapons. The wicked cries echoing off the walls. of The passengers. as they rapidly close in on you. So I can use gating, illusion, telekinesis, feathery, archery, elementalism, or I just hold my ground and flee. hold my ground and meet their attack, or I could flee. Meaning I'll have to fight them again later. Probably. And what would happen if I use feathery? You successfully used a Hundred and twenty-eight experience to fevery. You quickly retreat along the passage and duck into a shadow out al- shallow alcove, utilizing the mastery of fevery to conceal yourself in the deeper gloom. The impression provides. Moments later, the band of goblins charge past your hiding place, completely oblivious to your presence in their chaotic state. At nearly a minute, when there is no indication they are turning. You step out, out of the alcove and continue on your way Oh, I was hoping to, you know, lay a trap to kill them in some way. Because now, who knows what they're going to do now. Oh, well. All right, go, making my, I'm what right in the middle of the dungeon now. I'll go to the west. A Helm Goblin, clad in a tattered suit of level armour. Spins to face you as you draw, step into a small alcove. The savage humanoid snarls and draws a broad braided axe, which he levels threateningly at you. I'll have your blood, human! he grumbles, stepping cautiously towards you. I could flee, but why would I do that? I'm going to attack the axe wielding goblin. The Goblin Warrior leaps at you, unleashing a frenzied attack that reveals a daunting level of combat prowess. Little doubt you are engaged. You have engaged a Master Warrior. It's an axe-wielding Cave Goblin Warrior. Begin combat. Okay, I'm fighting. The Cave Goblin Warrior hacks at you viciously. keeps hacking and I keep bashing. And you are slain 261 experience points. Nice. The mighty goblin warrior is, is dead. And you quickly search his corpse and discover several items of interest. So his armor's pretty good. And his axe is unmatched. I'll take the lot of it to sell later. Because it's not uni- unique in any way. So now I've got it. I've no way of tell telling who, where I got it from anymore. Confident that you haven't overlooked anything. You once again set off on your way. All right. All right. What's going down the uh, north-south passage Another other things of the west? Ooh, two two humans, a man and a woman. Those hands and feet, feet, their hands and feet manacled, chained to a large block in the centre of this small alcove. The captives bear obvious signs of cruel misuse. They look up at you and in a brief instance you see a flicker of hope pass across their broken faces. Help us, they plead desperately. You must help us. Okay, I will, I will. You set about attempting to free the humans from their chains and manacles. And bind them to the stone block. Holding them in the shadowy lair of their goblin captures. So now, now we tried all the options. I'll do destruction because that gives the most XP. You focus your power of destruction. 128 XP. On the chain and, and manacles that bind the human captives to the heavy stone block, the centre of the alcove. Beads of sweat appear on your brow as you strain to focus a surging tide of never energy on, hev- on the heavy iron pieces. Suddenly, and much to your relief, the chains and manacles, no longer able to withstand your powerful magical assault, crumble and fall, and fall to the floor in pieces. 64 in speed to General Overjoyed, but still very weak, the two freed humans stagger to their feet, repeatedly thanking you as tears of joy well up in their eyes, realising they remain in danger for every moment they linger here. You promptly lead the mouth of the alcove and along the dark, twisting passages of the goblin there, all the way back to the mouth of the cave. The three captives thank you again. I instruct them to get as far away from this part of the forest as possible. As they depart, you turn and step back into the shadowy cave. Alright, I'm back at the entrance to the cave, going north, 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 north west corner. Going east, going south, going east, down the middle passage. Okay, okay, well, well back where, I le- where we left. Three humans, two women and a man, their hands and feet mandicled, are changed to a large stone block in the centre of this small alcove. The captives bear obvious signs of cruel misuse. They look up at you, and for a brief instant, you see a flicker of hope pass across their broken gazes. Help us! They plead desperately. You must help us and I will I will punt You set about attempting to free the humans from the chains and manacles that blind them to the stone block, holding holding them in the shadowy lair of their savage captors. So use destruction again hundred and twenty eight experience destruction. And the chains go poof. Bees of sweat appear on your brow as you strain to focus a surging tide of nivore energy on the heavy iron pieces. And nowhere else. Don't want to accidentally destroy anything else. Don't, don't want to accidentally explode their heads. Suddenly, and much due relief, the chains and manacles, no longer able to withstand your powerful magical assault. Crumble and fall to the floor in pieces. Continuing, sixty-four expedite general, overjoyed but still very weak, the free goblin, the free free human, stagger to their feet, repeatedly thanking you as tears of joy well up in their eyes, realizing they remain in danger for every moment they linger here. You promptly lead them out of the alcove and along the dark twisting passages of the goblin lair. With which I am now very familiar. All the way back to the mouth of the cave. The three captives thank you again and you instruct them to get as far away from this part of the forest as possible. As they depart, you turn and step back into the shadowy cave. Okay. Making my way... Making my way north. northwest corner. Okay. Central Passage, nothing there. Arco I've just been to. Okay. Oh, well. Now there's Arco to the east. Oh, it's two more captives. There's two men. It's, It's the same as all the others. I don't think you need to hear me read it again. Okay, I'm going to use Destruction. 128 XP to Destruction. The chains and manacles go poof leaving, leaving just a pile of rust and dust on the floor, which they can't even do anything with because it's too rusty. Okay and I leave them I laid them out of the cave and send them off on their way. I believe they go to that nearby town. Or maybe they find their way to to the troll hunters encampment. That's probably the near the nearest safe place. Yeah, that's probably where I'd send them. Send them off to the Troll Hunters encampment. I mean, if there's anywhere they will be safe on goblins, it's that encampment. And they will be super duper safe from any trolls. Because that is literally the most dangerous place in the universe to be if you're a troll. Yes, even more dangerous than the middle of a volcano. Okay, keep going. Little circle on the eastern side. Nothing there. I think this, this cave's filling out. That east alcove I've just been. Okay, now there's just one last passage in the southeast corner. Going down it now. A pair of large goblins, clad in high thick hired armor, suddenly loom into view, out of the passage heads. The creatures snarl viciously as they raise their heavy spiked clubs. Gonna use telekinesis. Calling upon power telekinesis, you levitate a fist-sized stone off the cave floor, only a few yards in front of the pair of of goblin warriors, I assume. It says yards here, I think that's a typo. (laughs) Unless yards, it's some, some other meaning I don't know yet. The goblins, keeping a weary eye on you, creep forward, for a closer examination of the floating rock. Unaware of the danger they've managed to put themselves in. Okay, okay, you're, you're really, really dumb. I mean, obviously someone's levitating that rock. And they probably want to kill you. As the first of the cave goblins draws near to the levita- levitating stone. Suddenly snaps forward with tremendous force. Shattering the creature's, the wretched creature's face upon impact. The goblin collapses to the ground and does not move again. Also, how thick can you get? Through start off, the second goblin quickly regains his senses and charges at you. No, no, you're still thick. You're still thick. In fact, you're even thicker than the last one. Yeah, yes, yeah, so yes, it. If... If, that, if the first goblin was as thick as Harry Potter 4, you're as thick as Harry Potter 5! Spike Club poised to lay a mighty blow upon you. Okay. The of Goblin swipes at you viciously with a Spike Club as he draws to within melee range. Due to the ferocity attack, you will not be able to flee from this combat. You must fight him to the death. Really, it never occurred to me to do it any other way. I battle the cave goblin warrior, and he attacks you viciously. 36 XP You quickly search the remains of the two goblin guards and discover only a small amount of gold in the leather pouch. That's 18 gold, which really is a small amount. The clubs seem to be weapons of exceptional quality. So I'll take the exceptional club and the superior club, and I'll be selling them later or off screen. Because you mean you, you didn't you didn't you aren't listening to this to hear me sell things? This isn't, this isn't QVC or whatever shopping channels you have in the countries you're from. After taking a few moments to catch your breath, you once again set off on your way. Okay, I'm going to do a bit of healing. Okay, I'm going south along this passage. And then the final part of this cave is to the west. Presumably, that will be where these three goblin brothers are. And and after all this killing I've been doing, they're probably going to be quite irked at me. In fact, I'll probably say they're going to be bloody furious. Probably so furious they won't even realise what they should do is run. one really fast, one deep into the mountains and raise goats. Go, go meet up with those, go meet up with Tango the axe and the other goblins that run away. Just go there, raise a lot of goats. I mean, if you're not, if you're not kidnapping people, you're not raising villages, you're not burning things, you're not like, you're not killing you're not killing anyone or stealing anything, oh I'm oh, perfectly fine to leave you be. Unless I just happen to come across you, then I'll probably kill you. But if you stay out of my way, you'll be fine. And maybe in a few generations time, we can figure something out. Figure out some sort of way that we can, you know, live together and not kill each other. But come on, we're 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 a, we're a feudal society. We, we, we you can't expect us to have have a civil rights movement. We don't even have regular whites yet. We we, we can't you can't, expect, you can't expect us to have you know. Voting rights for everyone. We don't have voting rights for anyone yet. So, yeah. You know, we're, we're later, later we'll figure something out. But for now, I suggest the only thing you can do, goblins, is just get out of the way. Retreat to the. retreat deep into the wilderness. Maybe there's some little islands to the north of Tysa. You, you, you'll, you'll be fine there. Or maybe there's a big island, the uh, and the wilderness, or just disguise yourself. Because honestly, most of these people here probably wouldn't wouldn't take that much effort if you put in a half decent disguise. Okay, one last little alcove. Now you step into the small chamber at the edge of the passage. Realising the presence of the leader of the goblin tribe, an ancient-looking goblin, his grimy silver hair pulled back into a long braid, rises to his feet and draws a short sword. He curses at you and starts boldly in your direction. You know what? Fair enough. Probably half of the people I killed are descended from you. Suddenly, three younger goblins, each of them roughly man-sized and clad in studded leather, step out of the shadows and stand directly between you and the old goblin. You instantly recall Jig's words regarding the trio of savage goblin brothers who look after their father, a once mighty but aging goblin. Huntsman. We've no quarrel with you, human, spits the nearest of the brothers, his hand rested on the hilt. Holt of a broadsword dangling from his high belt. begone before you we stick you on a spit. You sense that the three brothers are formidable warriors, but that something about you has unnerved them, Is as, as if they have not expected any human to delve this far into their shadowy lair, and they suspect there's a pile of corpses behind me, probably. Because that's the only way they'll get in. Okay, I'm going to leave immediately. You quickly retreat from the chamber. much just surprised you aren't followed. Okay, I'm done here. Okay, I'm going to make my way to the exits. Just to see if I'm allowed to exit. If I'm allowed to get out of this cave, I'm going to declare this thing done. I mean, that no. no. The thing is, we were promised to clear out all the goblins. Okay, oh, it looks like nope, I can't go back to Durin yet. can west here. You're standing in the midst of a dense thicket of trees, three dozen yards. The shadowy entrance to the Goblin Hill. Okay, a west here. You carefully conceal yourself as best as you can amongst the thick growth of the thicket. Set about getting some much needed rest. So I pick a number, bonus of 156. 69 from Woodmanship, 68 from Thievery. 19 from Luck. Success, I am fully healed. Okay, looks like. Looks like I'm. Looks like I'm not, looks like there's nothing I can, looks like it just doesn't occur to me as an adventurer to leave these goblins be. I just can't do that. There's not a thing that, uh, it's just against the adventurer code. Which is apparently to kill all the goblins, even if they just explicitly said they have no clue. But they haven't really answered for all those kidnappings they've been doing, and the murders that I'm ninety-nine percent certain they've also been doing, and probably a whole lot of stealing they've been doing. because usually once you've done, I mean, once you've done kidnapping, you know, you're not really gonna draw the line. At thievery oh yeah so yeah I gotta go back to these people I just got, I'm just gonna ask them hey what about all that kidnapping you've been doing eh the moment you step into the chamber you are attacked okay looks like they're not going to explain all this kidnapping because honestly they're, they're gonna to have to pay some sort of compensation to the people, to the people they've kidnapped, and the families of anyone they've murdered. Yeah. But no, nope, instead, I just got to chop him to pieces. I, I fight Uzbrick the vicious. Uzbrick slashes a Jew with his bottle. Okay, how did I learn his name? Did, did he say it? Sixty nine XP. You step over Uxbridge's corpse and assume a defensive stance, silently challenging one of the remaining two goblin brothers to engage you. It's a challenge that is readily accepted. The second brother, shorter behaviour than Uxbridge, strides towards you, brandishing a long curved knife with alarming degree of skill. Almost pasting, you're able to react, he is upon you, stabbing at you with his deadly sharp blade. Look. There's a possibility this could have ended without me killing you. Possibility, but rather slim. But there's a chance. But now, now it's just going to end like it always ends. With a big pile of corpses. And me with more XP. Oh, I just entered into battle wage. rage. I was considering... I was considering letting you go. As Ibrick stabs at you, with his long curved knife. I was seriously considering it. You have slain your foe. 69 XP. No sooner has Ibrick's bloody corpse slipped to the floor. You are attacked by the lone remaining goblin brother. He hacks at you with an iron-hafted hand axe. Grunting and snarling with each savage stroke, Okay, I fight Oxbridge the Fearless. He has no fear, and but apparently he may well be incredibly well educated. Hmm. No, oh wait, Oxbridge, not bridge. Probably isn't then. Oh, Oxbridge hacks at you with his, hand, with his hand axe, and he lays a brutal stroke for twelve damage. He keeps hacking, and now he is dead. 70 XP. At last, overcome by his wounds, Oxbridge stumbles and collapses at your feet. He curses you with his dying breath, and then glows still. You turn, half expecting to engage the older goblin. Much to your surprise, he's no longer there. Uh, State so they, they brought him time. They let him get out. You search the bodies of the three slain goblin brothers and discover their weapons of excellent excellent craftsmanship. So I'll just take the lot of them. Ooh, it's, one of them's a long curved knife. In an unlocked chest in the middle of the womb, you discover a large quantity of gold which is 1,185 gold, to be precise. As you're about to leave the chamber, you spot a leather satchel sitting against the wall. You open the warm bag, and are pleased to find three, three vials containing an ellipse of Quebec. Right, I'll take, take all of those. Yes, those are very nice, as they can fully restore your health. Satisfied, you haven't overlooked anything, who leave the chamber. Once outside the chamber, you cautiously make your way out of the goblin there. Now and again, your progress is delayed by the discovery of one or more human captives the goblins have chained up. Only when you have freed the thankful prisoners do you continue to move towards the mouth of the cave. At last, you arrive at the mouth of the cave and emerge into the fresh air of the sun-drenched forest. You spend the next several minutes checking over your equipment and tending to some of the former goblins' captives who are gathered here. When you've, when you've made certain that they are safely on their way, you set off to reunite with Durin in the ruins of the old church, eager to relate to the details of her most recent adventure. So Have a feeling you want to hear all about this one. Right, that's this scenario done, and 512 experience to general. Alright gonna exit the proving grounds saving and that's next time we'll we'll go back and just see what other adventures we have with this goblin hunt this troll hunter guy. I'm thinking there will be trolls and the hunting of them. But for now, farewell, fellow adventurers.